What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to the Modern Macho. This is your host, Juan Carlos, here with his boy, Santiago. Yo, what's up, everyone? What's up, man? How we doing? This is uh, the podcast here for all the gentlemen that are that are trying to go. Got two real dudes here with uh, with flaws that are constantly trying to channel themselves and reflect in order to be better. Um, we want to welcome all of our new listeners, too. Um, thank you guys for checking this out and um we got a whole nother maybe hour of this so don't 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 go away <laughs> don't not change. yet don't at least not, not not yet <laughs> <laughs> i mean th- i mean back in the day we just changed the radio station but but yeah dude Shh. fucking nah man just chilling you know uh man i'm telling you these days are getting more and more just like they squish together we're like i re- sometimes i really don't know what day it is you know it's disorienting but um, but you know, in, in good news, I did make an appointment to go uh, get a haircut this Thursday. Nice. And so this will be my second one during quarantine. Like the first one, I don't know. I don't know. I talked about it much, um, bro. Like I was just kind of like, you know, let's just see how it goes. I used to have long hair back in the day. Um, I'm sure you remember. Was, I, th- I think that's when you met me. I had yeah. long hair. Right. And um, and so this time around, I was like, you know, let's let's see, like you know. And it just got to a point where it was just like, nah, this ain't happening, bro. Like, it, it just, like, for me, it just looked gross. So I was like, I can't do this. And so I find, I got my first haircut about a month ago. So now it's it, it's not horrible like it was the first time around. But, you know, mm-hmm. you start getting the, the neck hairs and you're like, you know what? I got to I got to take care of this. You feel me? But um, No but better feeling yeah. either, dude. There really isn't, man. There, there really isn't. And it's funny because like right before we started recording, me and Carlos were talking about some of those things that you do to take care of yourself. And I, I thought like, when you mentioned take, getting your hair cut, I'm like, that's right. And I just thought about my appointment this. And this I swear I never I think wait. about it until I actually get it. Like I, I think I have mm-hmm. days where I'm kind of meh. And then I'll get that cut, not knowing that that was going to be the game changer. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, that's all I needed just to kind of come back to life. It almost feels like you know those more like well you know those mornings you wake up and you just feel so fit like you like flex a little bit and your six pack comes out and like but it's just in the morning because you drink a glass of water and it's gone right and so it almost feels like that like when you come out you just feel so freaking yeah like like a brand new dude. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. when I wake up all sore from the the very few, or usually it's from running around playing soccer, and I wake up all sore. You know, I go look in the mirror, and I look exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, it's so funny. Like I remember when, like, cause I mean, you've been playing soccer for a long time, but like one of the funniest stories. I wasn't there for it. One of the funniest stories I think about you playing, because I could totally envision it was like when you're both your legs cramped up in the middle of the game. Oh, dude, that's the worst, dude. <laughs> and like that's I had to like hobble off the. But the way you explained it, bro, was yeah, so dude, funny, dude. The toes start curling, and you're like, you, yeah. you try to walk off the field and you can't. Yeah, yeah no, the, that shit sucks. But I used to be bad about it. Yeah, no, but I mean everything's good. Um, I've definitely been in like a shitty like mindset. So um, just because of like, you know, with everything going on and then like some of the family shit, I know I have to take care of. It's uh-huh. been kind of weighing on me because like, like, so like, for example, like this Saturday is the, the, 
the the drive-in and i know i told you dude i don't know if i'm gonna make it because right, i have right. a thing with my family the funny thing is so i actually told my family i don't know if i can make it because i have this like i'm kind of like at this point like <laughs> i don't want to do either like you know and and you know like it's just one of those things that's so like like little things like that could really throw you off you know what i mean and right it, it just kind of like you know when you have all these things you want to do and you really like you can't do them all. i mean i guess i could but I, I, it wouldn't be in a responsible way where I can assure everyone's, you know, gonna like, you know, gonna be healthy. You feel me? But for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, like you know, so I feel like that's definitely been weighing on my mind. Just kind of like, fuck, man. Like having to, like, you know, na- navigate like the roles that people assign to you, some of the things you assign with yourself, and you know, just you know, I think during a time like this, it's just. At least for me, like, I know there's, like, I mean, I feel like even with you, you see your pops all the time. Like, there's a lot of people that kind of don't, like, wouldn't think twice of seeing them during this time. But, bro, for me, it's, like, like, when that, like, you know, I and it, maybe it has, goes back to my anxiety. Maybe it goes back to just because of the way things are, you feel me? But, like, right. dude, I'm such an anxious person to the point, like, even when it comes, like, especially as it comes to health anxiety, um... Like, it's just one of those things where, like, any little thing will make sense. Like, if, if there is that 0.01% chance that I have, Something whatever we're about. talking about, bro, I got it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I could and, see that. it's just one of those things. And, like, I think what makes it scarier this time around is, like, my anxiety isn't about myself. Like, I'm not necessarily scared of me catching it. Like, I'm more scared of me catching it, not knowing I have it, and then I give it to someone else. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, right, that scares right. the shit out of me, bro, because I don't know. Like, I know for a fact, like, my mom, for example, dude, she's, like, you know, not that healthy. You know what I mean? She's, I mean, she's good. But, you know, after all the shit she's gone through, you know. And then my dad, like, you know, I'm pr- I mean, he says he's okay, but fucking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if I told you. He actually had, uh, they found skin cancer on him. Like No few- shit. A few months ago, and and they operated him, and I think he, everything seems to be fine, but um, but yeah, dude, it's it's um, you know, it's just one of those things that like it sucks that like in a time like this, like something that should be so simple to do isn't. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it seems so simple, like oh, just go do this and then go do that. You know, but it's like right. like you know something so silly like this pen. It's just fucking. It really derails some things. And even if it's not, like, you know, like, let's say, um, like, fucking, oh, but the possibility of them is so, it's like, bro, like, for an anxious mind, that, like, that point, that point zero five percent chance of someone fucking possibly, like, dying, or, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know if I'm willing to play that game. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the business of, like, I'm already not that much of an adventurous person. So it's like, <laughs> don't give me a reason not to do something. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because I'll, de- right. I'll definitely, like, I mean, I think I swing the side of caution. But, but yeah, dude, that's yeah. been weighing a lot in my mind <clears throat> and just kind of like trying to, like, you know, figure everything out. Obviously, the wedding stuff, that's, that's always something that's on your mind. And, and so we're actually, I mean, you know, we, we've been talking about, you know, a few things. Like big changes for sure, that um, that <laughs> like I think maybe would, not getting married. 
Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but more like in the sense of like, um, like I mean, we, we know that we want to make it so that everyone is like everyone's going to have a good time and everyone's yeah. going to be comfortable because like, I mean, and this is no disrespect, like, um, but I think just the way we've, I mean, even myself, bro, like, you know, like I feel like I've thought about what I've, what I've wanted my wedding to look like, you know? And I mean, I want that shit to be big. You know? Yeah, it definitely to, wasn't we, this shit. Exactly. You know? And yeah. so if, if there's anything that we could do to make that happen, I think we would. So. So yeah, you know, there's a few changes we've been talking about, but uh, but um, and I think this week we took care of some shit, which makes me feel a lot better about it. Like that's good, that's good. You know what I mean? And so, so we'll we'll see, dude. Fucking, you know what? Sometimes you can't fulfill all your roles, and so, like, um, I think that's just something that I'm gonna have to be okay with, you know? Because I think ultimately, like, like you know as I think about my family or even myself as like how I like view my role in like this whole modern macho thing. Like sometimes it's like, look, like if you can't fulfill these things, cause it fucking for practical reasons, like my biggest fear is that like how I'm going to come down on myself. Cause I know how I am. Like I don't need someone to cut like, you know what I mean? Be disappointed or whatever, feel the way they feel for me to feel fucking extremely like, uh, like have some sort of angst, you know? Um, yeah. Like, you know, but you, you could do, basically you could do that yourself. Is what you're them, exactly. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. But like, and so with that being said, it's like, how, how do I stop myself? How do I convince myself? Like you are doing what you can do. And that's about all you can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Cause I think some, we try to put this lens on ourselves. Like, no, you have to do everything. Like you need to fucking, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's just, I think it's just an extra, maybe this is a great time for me to exercise. Like patience with myself like exercise fucking just like you know exercise putting myself first i guess you know what i mean Um, yeah for sure so i don't know what that looks like yet it's the fucked up part but no hey i'm I'm, (laughs) trust me dude i still battle with that i still feel like i still feel selfish when i do that it doesn't feel right Right. i I, I almost feel like i'm feeding my ego when i do it you know like it's really really weird for me really uncomfortable and and i still find myself even wanting to bounce back and one thing one thing we got to remind ourselves bro it's important is that a lot of the shit that's going on man it's out of our control you know i mean in this case like i was thinking about this the other day when you're talking about you're planning you know the wedding and i'm like fuck dude like half the stores are closed as much as you guys can commit 120 percent to to wanting to plan like how the fuck I mean, I'm not planning it, so I don't know, but I can only imagine, like, all I could think is, how the fuck do you even go around, like, it's not like you can go through downtown LA, in and out of stores, trying to find decorations and find all kinds of shit, like, everything's closed, and and so, you know, we gotta remember sometimes, things like that are out of our control, so we can't, you can only do so much, and I think that with what you can do, you are doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of, but I get Definitely. it. It's 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 easier said on than a lighter done. note though on a lighter note little fuck dude I had my NFL draft this past Friday oh, yeah, oh how's that? dude hey I'm not gonna lie I say this every year but I think this is the year <laughs> 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 nah um I think I think uh, I, my awesome. draft was decent I think my draft was decent um you know I think like well 
like most people who like love football but are lazy and procrastinators like like the last 30 minutes i'm like oh shit let me like look at some mock the drafts top three and, players just go go go. i know right <laughs> <laughs> and so well you know honestly it, i wasn't i usually don't really look at the top players i think those are usually easy it's the deep ones it's like who are some sleepers who are some like you after know I mean? and, a couple rounds in? Yeah, and then the thing is like I'm not always the best at upkeeping with sports. Like I'm watching sports that are in. You know what I mean? I usually right. and and I'm only watching the news that pertains to my team. I don't yeah, really okay. like follow other teams. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, dude. Like you know, and so like I think that's another thing that like plays against me is that sometimes I love my teams more than the sport itself. Um, Makes sense. And so, so yeah, but I mean, the, the draft was, the, you know, and there was even, there were, so interesting moment, modern macho situation, like, oh, and maybe yeah? y'all can help me out with this, dude, because oh, yes. I, I, I got put in a fucking lose-lose, like, there isn't, there's no win, essentially, <laughs> and so, well, depend, depends what you ask, but, um, so, you know, we did a virtual Zoom, you know what I mean, and so I was on my computer, you know, just kind of chilling, having a few drinks, it was Friday, and um, my fiance, she was just chilling because I think we had Tinga that night. So I think like, you know, we were, as we were finishing up, I think she was just in the kitchen, probably cleaning a few things, you know. Uh, but we were like kind of chilling still, even though like, because it's just the Zoom call I was in, you know. And we're all just kind of talking shit to each other, right? So mind you, these people I used to work with this in my at my old job, right? One of them. I don't want to put anybody on blast, right? Because I do have a lot of respect for, for this person. But one of them, let's just say, like, uh, he, like, we weren't peers. We worked in the same department, but he worked above me type of thing. You feel okay, me? okay. And, and look, like, me and him, uh, like, have always had, like, a good, I feel like I've, I've received a lot of respect from him during, during my time there. Um, and vice versa. I think, you know, I think he felt a lot of the respect that came from me to him, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we, and we're, we don't really have that relationship where we fuck around because we're, we've always been in a professional setting where it's not really like we're talking shit to each other. Like maybe a little, like few stabs, but you know, not, stuff you could put on PBS, you know? Right. And right. So, and so fast forwarding to pretty much what happened. Um, like, and I don't even really want to put it out there just because I don't know how my fiance feels about me putting what happened out there. But pretty much he said something to the effect of like uh, me, uh, me kind of treating my fiance the same way I treat my dog in a sense. Right? Ooh, not cool. He was just kidding. Like and like, you know, and that's like I already feel bad because like it's like but when he so when he said this joke. You know what I mean? I knew he was just kidding, but my fiance was there listening. Bro, as soon as uh, he said it, she looked right at me. And I, I didn't laugh at the joke. I was just like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I just kind of brushed it off, you know? But it was one of those moments where, dude, so afterwards, Denise, I think she like halfway joking, halfway not. Kind of like, why didn't you tell him anything? Like, you know? But kind of like, <laughs> you know, definitely trying to see what I said. And it was I more about felt, asking you, not necessarily that she wanted you to say something, right? Is, yeah, that, is that what you mean? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. That's know. That's what it I sounds think, like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like she was halfway joking, halfway not. Like, yeah. let me say this jokingly, but let me see how he responds. You know. Yeah. And so I just kind of, 
was like, dude, like, I, you know, I'm sorry. You're right. I should have, like, you know, like, I should have maybe said something. But then I also was like, look, like, you know, he, there's also a sense of power, you know, like, if I ever wanted a job there, uh, he's a person that, you know, you really want on your side type of thing. Yeah. And she got it. She was like, look, I get this. And like, I, it, it's just, you know, so in situations like that, like, you know, I think that's where it's really important to understand like positional powers and like how when you're in a position of power, like, how, like, I don't know. And you know what? Like, I'm not even trying to put that on this on him because I don't know. Like, I mean, I do and I don't because like he was just kidding. But you would like. But like, do you like like he, he has to know that he has a little bit of. I don't want to say leverage, but if he knows that he's he's a higher, uh, I mean, in a way, he almost yeah. knows that you can't give him the same shit back. He has to know yeah. that. Oh, I the thing is, I, I can, but n- I, not to <laughs> that extent. Not to the extent where I'm talking about his wife. You feel me? Like no, I, yeah, I, for sure. Ah, that's see, that's I, you feel I me. And like anyway, like and so, you know, I don't know. It 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 just kind of brings me back to like. And, like, it's funny. I feel like me and you, like, dude, we fucking are jokesters. We've always been jokesters, you know? Like, I think we've always, like, sometimes even, like, fucking, like, dig deep, you know? Right, right. But I'll be honest, dude. I feel like the last few years, I've really just backed. Like, it just kind of got old for me. You feel me? Like, I agree. Like, yeah. I love jokes. You know? I, I love cracking them. But sometimes, like, when, like, I don't know, like. I don't know. I, I it, it's it's a weird balance, you know, because I can't say I I don't dabble in talking shit. I definitely do, you know. I I guess I just like I don't like to talk shit to the point where, like, the other person feels anything, because then I'm like, mm, like they do, don't do, seem to be enjoying this anymore. So I'm just gonna like back do, off. Do you feel <laughs> like it ends up escalating though? Like, is that part of is that part with, of it? Too? Honestly, with with me, no. I feel like. I'm pretty good at, like, I feel like if I wanted to escalate, it's because there's probably something there. Like, if I'm really picking at somebody, right, it's like, right. like, because I can't imagine me wanting to make someone feel frustrated for my amusement. You know what I mean? And, like, I think mm-hmm. that's probably something that even stands back to how my family is. Because, I mean, I think all Latino families, they like to fuck around and shit. What, but I what think we call chingaqueritos? Yes. But sometimes it's like, okay, bro, like, you're joking about some shit that's, I don't know. Like, should we really be like you're trying? You're trying to dig. You're trying. Yeah, to you're trying hit to provoke something, nerve. you know. Yeah. And and so, anywho, like, not not to say, like, you know, it it just sucks. Because at the end of the day, I still have respect for this person. You know what I right. mean? Like, like that hasn't changed. You know, I think I just think it, it's like, whoa, like that fuck that you know, it, it just got me by surprise. And it kind of like even to a certain extent, like. It made me think about, like, dude, my girl, and, like, kind of, like, fuck, bro. I wonder what she's thinking, you know? Because, and I know how she thinks sometimes. I, I know how she thinks. And, and like, there's been times where, like, I think some of the things she prefers from me is not necessarily the most healthy, if, if you're catching dude, my drift. and that's that's actually what I wanted to point out. Like, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to ask you more about. Like, how how did you feel? Like, was there a moment where you felt like you weren't man enough because you didn't say something? Not even because Denise necessarily made you feel that way, but like, was there a moment where you felt like the fact that you didn't say something? And I, and be honest, dude. Okay, yeah. Did, you, did you feel like I you, think I think I felt it for like a millisecond, you know. Yeah. Then you want to know why? This is gonna be fucked up. 
You want to know why? Why? Because I knew if it came down to it, I'd fuck him up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I, I if he's listening to this, to this, dude, I would never lay a hand on you. Please. I need a job. I'm just kidding. But, um, and I think, like, th- there's that sense of me, like, that's that's the va- that's how I value things almost sometimes, you know? Yeah. It's like, if I feel a sense of, like, man, I'll take this motherfucker. It's like, okay, fine, I'll give you this win. That compounded with the fact that he's all he has positional power over me. I think made it very easy for me to just like take it on the chin. But unfortunately, there was people in the room who like didn't didn't feel that way. Like right. you know what I mean? Like right. I like I wasn't necessarily the butt of the joke. I right. Think, you know. And well, and, and so. here's here's the thing too that is very important with that that I've I've felt those same things too. But you have to keep in mind that. I don't have that, oh, I could fuck him up if it mm. came down to it, yeah. you know? Um, and that's why I asked that. And I, I'm glad that, I mean, I think it's I think it's important to see the different dynamics with these situations because I guess what lasted a millisecond for you and then knowing you could fuck this, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get all dark and deep on <laughs> this course. shit, but like, but what, what could have been a millisecond of just like, oh, snap back, I know if it really came down to fighting, I could take him out, like, damn, it, it kind of like... I, I, I've been in those situations where I felt like, fuck, I felt like I needed to say something. And unfortunately, it wasn't a millisecond because I didn't think, ah, mm-hmm. if it came down to it, I can't fuck you up because I knew this dude was twice my size. So if it came down to it, you're still not a man because you're not going to be able to fight him, you know? Right. Um, oh, just interesting, I guess, to, to, to hear that. I mean, to, to see it from a different... No, and, and like you said, it's not right or wrong, I think. No. I think we do think about that. I mean, I, I still even to this day think that as much as women want us to embrace this side of us, I feel like there's a part of them that doesn't want that, you know? Yeah, um, almost. Uh, like, yeah. Uh-huh, it's a constant sorry. struggle. And I've realized, I mean, I don't know, man. Some par- There's times where as much as I, uh, I actually read something today about um, uh, a vulnerability hangover. Um vulnerability hangover a vulnerability hangover Hmm. oh man i know i saved it give me a quick second commercial break here commercial break (sighs) so this thursday everybody as you all well actually it's gonna be today what am i saying later on today at 6 p.m we're having our next um what are we calling it? Our social hour. Our social hour. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Our modern macho social hour. So from 6 to 8 p.m., um, come kick it with us. The link is on uh, our Instagram. Um, if um, if you don't have an Instagram and, you know, they, okay, if you don't have an Instagram and you don't you don't even know where to get this thing, just email us at themodernmacho1 at gmail.com. Email us um, that are oh, like, you know, you don't use Instagram for whatever reason, and we'll hit you up. If you have our personal numbers, just hit us up and, and we'll send it your way. Um, this Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m., uh, you know, feel free to bring a drink if you'd like. If you don't, that's cool too. Or if you want to bring whatever it is that you enjoy, you know, during these social events um, that you partake in, dude, feel free. It's We try to make it as authentic a conversation as possible. It's just... And even that, I, I don't even want to call it a conversation. I think it's more of like an an intentional kickback. Like we're kicking back to really fucking 
think about some shit, talk yeah. a little bit, to get Be to know each other, fuck around, you know what I mean? And yeah, sometimes maybe we'll talk a little bit of shit, you know what I mean? But yeah. it won't be to the it won't be to the point where we're like stabbing, it we're just, you know, teasing, you know. So um yeah, and, come and, kick it and with us and man. give it a shot, man. If 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 there is a five percent of you that that is even considering it Dude, take the fucking jump. Like, I encourage you to take the leap and say, hey, just reach out, get the link. You know, I, I've said it before and I'll continue to say it. Turn off your mic. Turn off yeah. your camera. You know, you have no, you don't want to contribute, you don't feel comfortable. That's fine. Just play the sound. You know, hear it, listen in on it. Just give it a shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. Step out of that comfort zone for a minute and, and push yourself. And if it turns out to be something mm-hmm. that's not for you, that works. But at least you can say... You weren't about it, you know, or it just it didn't work for you. It wasn't something you were looking for that you could connect to. But I think I think you'd be surprised, man. I think we I, I so far I've been surprised with a lot of the shit that I thought was was lame, was was soft, was was gay, you know, was weird that, you know, little by little, I'm realizing that the more we normalize these things, the better the better people and men and humans were becoming. Um, yep. So definitely encourage it. Yeah, most definitely, dude. Fucking, and and I think it's just one of, like I mean, you know, I I totally get it. Like for those of you who are like, yeah, you know, well, fuck that, you know, because I I mean, I'm I've explained on here how I felt the same way, and, but like definitely, like Carlos said, you know, just turn off, turn off all your shit, just listen in, you know, that's totally fine. If you only want to be in there for five, no one's gonna pressure you to stay or go. You know what I mean? We all we all work. Um, we we all um you know walk to the beat of our own drums around here like you know and i think we should i think that's how it should be you know uh, where we're helping each other and and you know trying yeah. to develop at the end of the day but you know i i think for today i i know we wanted to kind of get into some of the masculine topics because i mean a lot of times yes. like we fucking hear toxic masculinity and so like it's it's important to be aware of what's toxic, you know, but does that mean that masculinity in and of itself is toxic? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. I t- I mean, look, like to this day I take pride in fucking being a man. I think like I'm proud of it. There and that there's nothing wrong with being proud of it, you know what I mean? In my view, right. like, you know, um and even like, you know, it doesn't have to come with shitty belief systems, you know what I mean? Um or like, you know, but like for me, like, you know, what I grew up learning, what, what is a man, in, at least in the, like, if I were to pick out all the healthy stuff, like, I don't think it's bad at all. Like, you know, right. I think in a lot of ways, it it's what drives me to want to be a better person. You know what I mean? Like, ha- like, having that sense of, like, you know, wanting to be uh, just, like, not necessarily physically, but just strong. Like, wanting right. to be strong, but... For what purpose? For the purpose of, of being there for my loved ones. You know what I mean. For for using that strength to advocate for people. You know what I mean, um, or what what have you? And I just use strength as a very like I think, not that strength in and of itself is a masculine trait. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, but it's associated with it often. You know, Absolutely. and I think like a lot of the toxic shit. You know what I mean? Like sometimes like. You know, even like that, that same strength, whether it be physical or not, like, you know what I mean? Even the way of our being, being very aggressive and be, you know, dude, sometimes that shit takes up space. And yes, that is toxic. But if we're able to use that same, like, 
those aggressive, let's say we were aggressive traits that we have, but we're able to calculate it in a manner that, you know, other people are being prosperous from that. How, I mean, I, I can't see how that can be necessarily like a, a toxic thing. You know what I mean? Right. So before we get into that, I just, uh, back to the conversation we were having, I just want to finish my thought on, you know, we were talking about uh, not feeling mad enough because you didn't stand up in this case for, for your fiance mm. and mm -hmm. it lasts a millisecond because you know physically you can. And so right. it, it was just very interesting to listen to that for me because unfortunately from the physical perspective, I, 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 I don't have that. Like I, I never had that comfort in myself to be like, Oh, shut it down. Cause if it came down to, you know, trying to fuck each other up, you got this. So mm -hmm. leave it there. Um, but looking at it from a positive side and if there's any listeners that go through that, I think it's important that they know that, while neither is wrong, if if that physical aspect of it is not something that that is able to to be there, just it's forced me to really focus on my mental strength, you know, and be able to I guess not have to think that I can't fuck them up to be able to put myself in a healthier place and say, hey, you don't need to do that in order to be a man or in order to know that what you did was the right thing, you know, because it almost has forced me now even to put myself in in a mindset of unless you're physically harming my partner or disrespecting them or even putting hands on them or anything like that, that's where I feel like at that point, it's like I no longer think about that anymore. You know, like I've been in altercations now where it's like with my son, like I could tell you, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. Like I'm not one to get physical, you know, but you put your son gets put in a dangerous situation, dude. You don't even think about that shit. It just happens. And it's kind of very similar to that now where, uh, mentally, you know, I'm able to be strong enough to say, hey, make sure your partner's fine. The rest of it doesn't fucking matter. It's just noise. It's just noise. And the second that it really gets serious, your mind and your heart's going to subconsciously know, boom, it's got to handle a situation. And and you know what? That still doesn't mean that you're going to go in there and necessarily fucking take 10 dudes on by yourself. But it's just mm. going to be, it's going to, like, it's just going to naturally happen that you're going to want to do something about it, you know? And it, yeah. it definitely has forced me to to work out my mind a lot more and uh, and push that. So um, with that, I, I mentioned the, the vulnerability hangover, which I, I read up on. And uh, basically what it, what it mm. is is it's, it's the feeling you get after putting yourself out there and then immediately feeling exposed and wanting to take it back. Oh, okay. Dude, bro, I feel like that's me every week that we record. And mm. it gets easier. It's gotten easier. But when I read that, there, there was that level of comfort of like, oh, it's a thing. Like how cool that it's a thing. Because mm -hmm. every time that I expose myself, that I make myself vulnerable, in that moment, I feel like I'm doing something right. And then my mind starts racing like, no, dude, you're, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have mm -hmm. done that. Like now mm -hmm. you, you're making yourself weak. You're exposing yourself. You shouldn't feel that way. And to think of it as a hangover, just like when we drink and we have a good time doing it, and then and then afterwards it's kind of like, ugh, fuck, and we bounce right back. To put it into th those terms for me was very, uh, very comforting to know, okay, cool, this is okay, this is me headed in the right direction, and this is me doing something productive uh, in my path of growth. Um, so yeah, I just really, real quickly, just wanted to share that. Um, what what? So wait, I, I think I'm I'm confused on on the. The, like what it means though so like is it saying that like when you like in moments that you're very vulnerable like 
the af- like after that you feel you kind of feel like shit or? no so i don't even think it's so much, i wouldn't even say i didn't take it as feeling like shit i think even feeling like a bitch mm. you know like in that macho mindset of you know i put myself out there mm. i exposed myself i made myself soft i embraced my feelings i'm growing because i'm i'm letting go of my toxic masculinity and i think mm-hmm. you and i have even had conversations about this where sometimes we look back and i'm like dude do you still feel kind of like like we are kind of being bitches because we're doing this you know and we kind of like <laughs> yeah. laugh about it but we're like yeah i mean i mean this stuff's in our roots you know it's not something yeah. that overnight we're just gonna go oh yeah i'm okay with embracing how i feel and guess what like i cried today and i'm okay with it like it's like even when i'm crying and i know that i'm i'm not in the same place i was there's still a part in my head that's telling me like dude you're being a bitch like stop doing this like get up get up get up you know um so that's kind of how I took it was just that that immediate like you're trying to do the right thing but then it's like ah oh, are you really like I don't mm, think you should have mm. done that. and almost almost like regretting the progress which yeah. almost sounds stupid because when I put it in those terms it's like why would you why would you regret doing something that's mm. good for you but when it's so ingrained in the way that you do things sometimes it does feel that way I mean mm. I've I've had moments where I'm like I just don't Maybe not to the extent of saying, let's kill the podcast, but just like, I'd rather step away or I want to get rid of my Instagram or I don't want to expose my things in my life anymore. I don't want to do these things. I know that people, I know that it's a good message. I know that it's important. I know that it's healthy for me and even for other men out there, but I, it still feels like I'm just fucking being a little kid right now. being a little girl about this, you know? Mm, I see. Gotcha. Gotcha. Huh. So yeah, you I know, just, it's, it, yeah, I've, found it I, interesting. I've never, I've, ne- I've, I at least right now, I can't think of a time I've ever felt that. Like, I definitely feel you on a lot of it. Like, yeah, especially as it pertains to like, like, fuck this, dude. Like, it's easier to just not develop. Yeah, it's oh, easier for to sure. just fucking stay here. <laughs> like, I'm like, fucking just worry about tired. Me. Yeah, I'm tired of like you know. Like, yeah, no, I I could totally feel it there, but you know, it's something I'll think about. It's something I'll definitely reflect on. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up. No, for sure. Yeah, I said yeah. I just yeah. I just wanted to uh, bring that up real quick. And um, yeah, yeah, like you said, I um, you know, we spend a lot of time giving ourselves and even giving shit to <laughs> to all of our boys and all the homies and people that support us about all the toxic shit that we do. And mm-hmm. so I think it's 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 fair. We have to also, and a part of it also is that that toxic trait that we have of wanting to be perfect, you know, of shooting yeah. for perfection, that we always put ourselves down, that we're never enough, that we're not capable of just giving ourselves a little bit of credit. So mm-hmm. yeah, I went ahead and just kind of looked into looked into some traits of a gentleman, some which we have, some which we don't. And so I figured we just kind of lightheartedly discuss some of these things that maybe we've done, ask each other some questions and just go from there. Um, one of the first ones that I that I, I we could talk about is actually... It, only because we discussed that at the very beginning was a, uh, a a good trait of being a gentleman is is being well groomed. You know, taking care of your hygiene, taking care of yourself, and the importance of it. And you know, we talked about this before we got on. Where that haircut, man, the haircuts yeah. everything. And there's nothing like just being able to f- get waking up. You know, handling your stuff, getting yourself all cleaned up, getting all dressed up, and just. That fresh cut. I think, uh, shout out to Leo. I think he was the one that, remember, uh, if you remember, um, he was telling us about his, uh, I'm totally putting him on blast and I apologize, dude, if you didn't want this out there. <laughs> but he, he mentioned that his hair, like his hair had to be done before going mm. out. 
like no mm. matter what it was his hair had to be done you know mm. and um yeah it reminded me about a lot about that where i thought yeah you know we do man we, we gotta take mm-hmm. care of ourselves we gotta stay cleaned up and i don't always do i definitely yeah. have moments where i get up and i'm you know didn't shower for for a day and i know that i probably should have woke up and could have used it but i'm just i'm not feeling it and and so i don't you know no yeah no most definitely bro and like and I, it, like even like you know when you think of hygiene, it's like that. that it's it's also being very intentional about why we're doing it. You know, it's right, not just right. like oh, bro, I'm gonna go get the cleanest cut and pick up all the chicks at the club. <laughs> like, all right, like you know, like you okay, great. Yeah, we yeah. we got the hygiene part, but I also think it's the mentality behind it. Absolutely, because because I think good hygiene, like for me, that toxicity doesn't lie in the action more the where your mind is coming from and like, i think that so, kind of applies to everything right oh most definitely yeah, but yeah. that i'm talking specifically as it refers to quote-unquote masculine traits okay yeah you, gotcha. you understand what i'm talking yes, yes 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 and so like and like i think a lot of times it, it can be difficult because you want to dabble in both a great example great fucking example what do you do when you're fucking watching uh football and then, like, the fucking cheerleader just come on. You're just like, hell yeah. You're like, shake that booty girl or, like, whatever. Like, you see something like hot chicks in the, like, you know, in picking a commercial. Them out, picking them out. You know? And, like, dude, come on. It, that's always popping up during sports. Like, you're not going to see, a, like, sport without seeing, like, you know what I mean? Like, even in the oh, yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? And you so, think like. people really care about the weather? <laughs> exactly. You know? And like, so for me, like, you know, I think about like in moments like that, I, I like, I feel like I find it easier that when you're in groups like that, watching sports kind of, uh, you know, being primitive as we or whatever the fuck you want to say it is, you know, being tough guys, whatever. It's easier to kind of go into a mentality of like, like if you see the, the image of a female, you could be disrespectful. You know what I mean? And, like, that's when it becomes toxic. You could yeah. be doing the same fucking thing, chilling with your boys. And then, like, you know, let's say, like, you know, not to say it's bad. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, that's not a knock on a female for wanting a show. But it's more a knock on us for, like, you know, like, are we, are we honestly, like, you know, this is hard. I don't think, I mean. Well, I think I don't it's the say approach, it's dude. I think you can yeah, look like, at it as, know? like, you're, you're admiring I mean, I'm still a man, bro. I can admire, I can yeah, admire an attractive-looking woman, and I yeah. shouldn't say I shouldn't say I'm a man because I, I also know that there are men that are attracted to other men. So, mm-hmm. but for me, it's like I, I'm human, and I find yeah, women attractive. So, if I see an attractive mm-hmm. woman, I'm gonna say it. I think where yeah. it becomes toxic is: am I referring to this woman as a woman that's beautiful? Or is this just a piece of meat that uh, that looks fucking hot? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's oh, that bitch that... is bad. That's a bad <laughs> bitch. Like, uh, yeah, no, like, let's just say that, it. That's like... where it, it becomes uh, very too, almost a very similar uh, compliment, but it's mm-hmm. two very different outcomes. You know, two very different yeah. intentions. And like even like you know when when you say it like that, like it's like you're you're taking away the person from the body. Like, you know, Absolutely. And that sounds, sounds so fucking corny, but it's true, dude. It, it's the fucking truth. And I think like shit like that is where it kind of, you know, gets out of hand. Another example, you want to go have a beer with the boys? Go have a fucking beer with the Have fucking fun. Like, you know what I mean? Um, yes. But like, you know, once again, like what, what are the parameters of, of toxicity versus healthiness? Like, you know what I mean? Like versus like, you know, wanting to, you know, go hang out with the guys with the intention of like not fucking shit up, 
You know what I mean? Not like tearing up the city. You know what I mean? And, right, right. But but in return, like you know, like and the reality of it is that I think it's out there. I think for yeah. us, it's just not sometimes. You know, yeah. like we. I mean, for us, like, dude. I know when I was younger, it's like, that's what you do. We go to the bar, oh, yeah, as mother, you know, and, and it's like, we see what's there, right? Yeah. We and see what's there. And then, like, I also, like, I think there's something to be said about, like, just because you're being healthy about it doesn't mean that you're always talking about your fucking feelings, you know? Like, right, right, it, right. You have to find the bad, because, I mean, then that could kind of get annoying. Like, if I'm hanging out with Carlos and I have to hear all his problems all the fucking time, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no, yeah, yeah. No, but, 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 but you're I, right. You're right. I'm kidding, but I'm not because you don't want to hear all my shit all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we also want to enjoy our company. And that's part of, and that's part of even, uh, of, of a healthy masculine trait too, is knowing, knowing, uh, how to be in touch with yourself, but not overly in touch with yourself. You know, yep. uh, I think it's important even as a partner to be able to distinguish, Hey, you know, you want to be in touch with yourself. You want to be able to be a good listener. Um, but at the same time, I think being overly emotional, sometimes we can tend to want to solve our partner's problems when in reality they just want us to listen. Or mm-hmm. we feel we feel for them, or so we think we feel for them to the point where we think we need to uh, do something about it, you know? Or we're mm-hmm. too busy trying to fix everyone else or we're not taking care of ourselves. And I think that's where it's no longer of us, of us just being in a healthy place of, of taking care of ourselves and being in touch with ourselves. But now we're just, uh, we're just draining. We're draining for ourselves and we're draining yeah. for other people, which I mean, it happens. It happens. Yeah. And I think once we embrace it, I think I've been there. I'll admit it. Like, I think I've been mm-hmm. there where I had a very hard time distinguishing between being in touch with my emotions and having support from others and mm-hmm. being in touch with my emotions and just depending and throwing it on everybody else, kind of like, mm. oh, I'm just going to talk about this all the time until you guys fix me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely, uh, it's definitely nice to just to be in touch with that, to, to be affectionate. Um, I want to ask you, son, are you are you a big spoon or a little spoon kind of guy? I do both. Yeah? Like, so it's, it's funny, like, <laughs> like we'll fuck around where like she always said because dude she's she's tiny you know so like it makes that's why sense. i'm laughing because i'm picturing but sometimes you know, it's fun because i'm just like no fuck that like i want to be little and like dude like just even like her trying to get over my back and shit it's, it's fun it's fun. it's more like a little backpack that you got going on yeah there. like exactly i feel like fuck isn't there uh, you got that you got uh, the jan sport with the straps all the way up no, you know what it feels like? Have you, have you ever seen, um, well, I guess now it's like Star Wars 6 or 7, I forgot which one, but there's well, the Star Wars where Yoda comes out and there's a uh-huh. scene where Luke Skywalker's training and Yoda's on his back and he's like running around <laughs> doing front flips and shit. <laughs> That's what it feels like. <laughs> uh, have you ever tried on women's clothing? Okay, so fucking... <laughs> You know, it's funny because I, I, you asked me this earlier and I'm, I was like, no, like, you know, but then now, but then, yeah. So during, during high school, during the emo days, back in those days, there were no guy pants that were slim fit. You had to either fucking uh, sew your own pants. Like, right. so you could have guy pants and have them sewed. I had one pair of those. Um, but, and then I had another pair, which were my sister's old jeans. And so I would wear, and it, dude. <laughs> Talk about uncomfortable, bro, because the front is not meant for you. So you can't, like, I remember I would, I kind of have to, like, sag it down. Yeah. That way, like, when you, you say know, it, 
What do you mean? You're talking <laughs> about my, <laughs> my ding dong? <laughs> oh, and great, so, dude. so like, you know, and it's no, funny because... No zipper, I, I take it? Oh, I had a zipper. I had a oh, small okay. zipper. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I remember during those times, like, that being the thing. You feel me? And, like, and, like, for me, it was just, like, it was a little weird at first. You feel me? It was a little bit, like, wow, what the fuck am I doing? You know? I mean... I was a freshman in high school, you know what I mean? Style so, though, I al- bro. Uh, so I also think there was a sense of like, fuck it, dude. You know what I mean? If they, if, if I, you know. You could fuck them up. Like, you, <laughs> you could fuck nah, them up. No, nah, I honestly, no? during those times, I didn't really think that because I just knew like that was, that was socially acceptable. It was, it definitely to a certain, was. To a certain extent, to a certain extent. Yeah. Of course, no, you're right. there, were, there you're would right. still be people talking shit, but I had my community of people that like, asserted me and validated me and that that i value that a lot more than you had your circle exactly Mm -hmm. yeah no that totally makes sense what about uh pedicures or face masks you ever done any of those (laughs) no i've never done those and i'll be honest bro like so like the feet thing huh yeah i don't like i would get a pedicure but i'm afraid i'll kick someone i'm so ticklish so i'm like i don't know like um (laughs) about that i'm just picturing you going in there all tough and then fucking but i will say so so because because i play guitar classical guitar to be specific i do have long fingernails on my right hand and so one thing i do i remember when i first started doing it my pops tripped out he's like what the fuck are you doing uh i file my fingernails but i file them and i buff them so that they're shiny and smooth because you want them to be like so they need to be shaped in a certain manner but then it's important that they're smooth because when you play across the string, if they're all ra- like ragged, like scratchy, you'll hear the scratch okay. alongside yeah. the string. So you gave you yourself it. a you gave yourself a manicure in, in your dad's eyes. I, I think in my dad, but it's funny though because now he's he's always like before we go to a gig, he's like, "Tienes tus cosas para las uñas?" Like you have your shit for your nails. Oh, like, really? Kind of like for him, it's like I think he was able to surpass it because it has he's to do a, with he's our a gigs. modern macho. Like yeah, yeah it's a yeah. business. Well, I I, I don't. I mean, in that, that but in that sense though, I mean, I think you broke a barrier there. I think maybe a little bit, like where yeah. he something he see because in the beginning he was like, "What the fuck?" But when I explained to him, he was like, "Oh, okay." He doesn't play like that. He doesn't play with like finger or his fingers much you know right yeah um and i'm so, sure that's where that i'm yeah. sure that's where that came from even though even if he didn't mean to try to judge you that way i'm sure right. him subscon- subconsciously just thinking like the fuck you're doing playing with your nails it had yeah. to have come from there you know oh yeah for until sure. you up until you explained it yeah and honestly even like having my nails a lot of times i get very subconscious about them like really? I, I almost don't like depending on how uh, groomed I have them at the time or because sometimes I, I play around with uh, fingernail length. Okay. Or sometimes I have them longer sometimes like even right now, like I don't know if you could tell, but I'm actually growing out my thumbnail, which is one I've never I've never had my thumbnail big. Uh-huh. B- a big reason is because like I feel like it looks weird. Like, you know, like, uh, okay. but oh, okay. I've noticed in my playing, it makes a huge difference. So really? it's kind of one of those things like how comfortable am I to break a certain barrier? Yeah. Um, you know, like for the benefit of, of my guitar playing, you know what I mean? And so and how, how silly yeah. kind of, you know, I mean, like, what yeah. the fuck yeah, does it really it's matter? A it's a nail down. on a thumb. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so, you know, it's just some of the, cause I mean, even growing up, like, or once I started, like, growing up in community college, 
people sometimes will point it out, like you know, and yeah. and sometimes that shit fucks with you a little bit, but you know, <laughs> right. What yeah. about you? Have, uh, have you ever done any of those things, dude? Pedicures, I fucking love pedicures. Oh yeah. But like, I w- I will never go by myself, and I'll never mm-hmm. go with another dude, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I usually would go with like a girlfriend. You know, girl that I was dating at the time, but I'm a, I'm about it. Like I'm not really ticklish That's in my sick, feet, dude. dude. It feels it feels bomb, man. Like the first time I went, of course it was weird. It was very like fuck. This is gay. This is can't do this. You know, um, but uh-huh. it goes back to the well, you know, being well groomed and the hygiene and the intention behind it. And I think at least when you know when, when I was with the partner, I think they appreciated that too. You know, being able to do those things together, and it was cool. I actually, I, I told my sister, I'm like, dude, you need to, I need to take you out. This was pre-COVID now because everything's, you know, kind of screwed it up. But mm-hmm. I told my sister, I'm like, dude, whenever I want to get a pedicure, I'm going to hit you up, and I'll pay for your stuff. Just come with me so I, I can go get a pedicure. Mm-hmm. Um, the face masks I've done, like I usually, I mean, regularly I, I, I use a cleanser because, you know, the construction world, dude, we get, it gets it gets pretty nasty out there. It gets oily, there's mm-hmm. dirt everywhere and stuff like that. And I can be pretty bad about touching my face sometimes. So, yeah, I, I clean my face every once in a while. I'll throw, like, something on my face. And, I'm always uh, washing my face, bro. Yeah, I'll, you I'll know, use a face um, mask. And even, like, like, tying it back to, because <laughs> it's something that, like you said, like, you know, oh, that's gay. I, like, I feel like I, to- like, you know, a lot of our fears are tied back to homophobia. At For the sure. The like, I mean, and I, I get it. Like, I don't think, like, I, I feel like when you say it, like, I, I know you're saying it not so much because that's, that's shit you still say. I mean, but things that sometimes we think because of the way we learn, like these homophobic traits and like, kind of like, you know, I think it's something that, you know, it's relatable. But I, like, I mean, I also think like, you know, we need to be like more constructive as to like how we're expressing these things, you know, because like, you know, like I, I know you, I know myself, like, I don't think we are like people who would judge someone for being absolutely not like, you know, in the LGBTQ plus community, like, you know, but like there's in our actions and our way of expressing, it's like, it comes like, you know, some of the times we don't want to do something. Why? Oh, because it's gay. And it's like, what does that mean? Like, right. what does that mean about, like, why are we afraid to dabble in something? Like, and I, of course, like, just because you do something doesn't necessarily mean, like, it doesn't dictate your well, sexual per- orientation. Per- perfect, perfect example. It's so ingrained in us. I mean, my boy over here was wearing women's pants in high school. Did you, you know? Go, I mean, like, this, this fool should have been pretty darn gay by now, right? He should have been yeah. dressed like a woman. But, but, and that's kind of the message here is, is... I mean, realistically, we all have a little bit of everything that we've done. I mean, I've I I have pictures where my my aunt used to dress me up. She put on like one of her um, one of her tops, and dude, she put it on me like a pencil skirt. And she used to fuck. She used to fuck with me so much, dude, when I was little. And like, I still have the pictures, and like, you know, it never fails that when we all get together, the picture comes out. You know, um, sick. They 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 got they got you that. Yeah, lights, dude. Bro. They got. I was probably maybe like five years old or something like that. I mean, and you know, like. Something that I still do, and I, I take so much pride in it now. Um, and I didn't before. I thought it was weird. Um, like I still kiss my dad on the cheek when I when I see him. Mm. Like, even my uncles, like when I see my uncles, I kiss them. It's funny though because that my my uncles on on my mom's side, so my mom's sister, uh, those uncles like from the other side of the family, all mm-hmm. them dude, they're all like like more like on the OG side. Um, oh, actually, Wicho. My, shout out to my cousin Wicho. My, my uh, Wicho, his, his dad and stuff. Like when we were younger, we used to kiss them on the cheek. But once we all grew up, like they're all, they're you like know, not. very like, 
and but I still do. And so I remember I hadn't seen them in years when I went out to go visit them in Utah. And like I saw them and I kissed my uncle on the cheek and he was like he was so fucking thrown off because now we're like, you know, we're grown ass men. We don't do that. But I've, I don't know. I've, I've always done that. And like I still do. I don't I don't think it's yeah. like I said, I, I take pride in it now. I, you know, yeah. I think it's more it's more the things that we do now that when we look back at how serious we thought they were and how much our toxic masculinity really took over that now, like we should celebrate these things. Yeah. You know, well, even like, being soft. Yeah. Even being soft, like you said, even being like little spoon, dude, little spoon. Yeah. I would never have done that. To me, it's <laughs> really? like hell no, dude. Like uh. no, like that's <laughs> like that, you know what I mean. Like that's a bitch move yeah. if a girl's gonna hold me like that. Like I, I hold her, and yeah. at the very least, we just don't hold each other. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. You know, like, and I don't know. Maybe it's because I had sisters too. Like that's a bit, yeah. You know that I was really comfortable with a lot of like. I guess things that like, you know, like, and not, I mean, cause I, you know, looking back, I don't think there was ever a time I ever acted feminine. I feel like I always acted the same. Like, you know what I mean? I would fucking yeah. talk shit. Like, like I mean, so I would be more like emotional about, and I think a lot of it is just fucking puberty. You know what I mean? Where you're, right. Like it's hard to control what you're feeling, you know? And you don't understand how the shit you're feeling, I think, sometimes, yeah. too. But, like, I, I, I remember, like, so, like, I remember specifically one time, uh, rent, uh, a homie, I, I was about to say his name, a homie from, from marching <laughs> band, he, he said something to, to me to the effect of, like, oh, Santi, you're a little bitch, or you're gay, or whatever, I forgot what he said. And that was drummy, and I was looking at him, and I'm like, uh-huh, so what? <laughs> and like he was he, like he almost got he was just trying to like get me rob me up or whatever right right and he right. was like dude i hate it so much that like i'm trying to like make you piss and you're just like mm-hmm. yeah so what like <laughs> but like i just always remember having i mean and i'm not i'm not saying that because that doesn't make me homophobic i still have homophobic traits that are you know ingrained in me you feel me but like you know, like, I do think it makes a world of a difference when you have females that are there alongside you to really raise you. Because my, especially my sister Myra, dude, my sister Myra was very much like, you know how she is when she's talking, when she's giving you advice, it's like, I'm not giving you advice. I'm telling you the right answer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> you know, way to put it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, definitely. and that's, that's how she is. And so, and like, you know what, like, you know, like, to her credit, like, I can't remember times she steered me wrong. You feel me? And so, always good like, intentions. Always great intention. And like a lot of my learning from her in this, like as, as far as it comes to like some of the healthy masculine traits is at the end of the day, you know what you're capable of. You know who you are. And you know, like you should be comfortable expressing every side of you. Like, you know, and yeah. I always remember her kind of encouraging me to, to do that, you know what I mean? To to really, like, push those boundaries. And I think it was because of, you know, like, advice that she would give me, I felt comfortable wearing tight fucking clothes, you know what right. I mean? Or, or right. wearing girl pants, specifically, you know, having long hair, um, you know, shit like that, you know, unless you need to fucking emo music that, like, even that, like, sometimes, depending on, like, which band you listen to? Oh, that's kind of girly. You feel me? Like, yeah, you know. And even I fell with in that trap. You know, there were some bands that I was like, oh, I'm not that. That's where I draw the line. You feel yeah. Me? Oh, yeah. There was like, definitely a lot of music that I was like, I, I mm-hmm. didn't, I couldn't listen. And see, I think, 
I, I definitely, I think I, I had a lot of that in my life as well. A lot of, a lot of soft and gentleness and a lot of affection. Um, I just think the toxic, the toxic trait of it just, I carried that weight so much to where I yeah. felt like it was wrong. I did. Oh, it's yeah, not that dude. it wasn't there. It's not that it wasn't there. It very much was there. Like, shout out to my brother. And I, I fuck, I'm sorry. I'm just going to straight put us both on blast for this. So, like, since we were little, dude, like, my dad, my dad loves being scratched. So, mm. like, dude, my, my dad would, like, we would sit on the couch, fucking watch TV with my dad. And he would, like, tap us on the, on the leg or on the shoulder, like, to scratch him. So, we would scratch my pops. And he would fall asleep watching TV. But, See, like, yeah. bro. No, no, not sick. To the to the point to where like if we stop scratching him, like my dad would get fucking pissed. Like he would get off no the couch way. and like like dude, he would get pissed. Oh, that okay, never mind. <laughs> like like I mean, he would never flip out, but he would just be like, scratch me, like scratch me. And um, dude, I remember fuck having my first girlfriend in high school, and like I wanted to be scratched, and when she wouldn't, like I would get so fucking irritated. And I remember thinking to, like about my dad and thinking like that it was okay. Like, that it was okay that I felt this irritated. Like, I almost felt like, oh, I understand my dad. And because, you know, they're my parents and they're right, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. I understand why my dad felt the way that he did. Never never really taking a second to realize this shit ain't right. Like, this is how you're supposed to act and how you should treat people. And so, mm. with that being said, like, me and my brother, we, we, we always shared a room. So, like, a lot of times, like, my brother, even when we had two beds, bro, like, I think it was maybe, like, middle school, even, like, early years of high school, like, we would have two separate beds and, like, I would fucking, we would, we would sleep in the same bed, dude, and just, like, flip. And, like, I would scratch my brother and he would scratch, like, he would scratch oh, me on the leg, I would scratch uh -huh. him on the leg, dude, just to fucking pass out. Like, we were so dependent on being scratched, bro. Dang, that's crazy, yeah. dude. So, but again, it's something that, I mean, that, this... I'll have my mover in a fucking, what is it? A vulnerable uh, hangover, you know, for sharing this. I know I will. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is pretty vulnerable. But like, yeah. So, so I had that. Like, I had a lot of affection. Even my brother. My brother was, my brother was a lot softer than I was even growing up. My brother, like, he was, I thought he was the fucking cutest little dude ever, you know? Like, I, I used to fucking hug and squeeze up on my brother when he was, when we were like little kids. I, I'm telling you, the day that he grew out of onesies was like the fucking saddest day for me. Like, I just remember thinking like, mm. damn. And, um. And, you know, as my brother's learning on his journey and from what I've seen as an older brother, like just like he's been extremely soft, he's 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 had his pains and he's grown up with with his things that have made him very, very tough. And we, we've all grown through it, you know, and, and that's his and he knows that I love him and he's going to figure some stuff out and I'll be here to support him. Um, but, yeah, it was it was there. Like I said, it was there. It just in my world, it was all not OK. You mm. know, it was all not OK. It's interesting because Julian actually today. Uh, he made a comment about crying, and I told him, I said, hey, you know, if, if you feel like crying, you can cry. Or if something upsets you, feel free to cry about it. Like, it feels good to cry sometimes. You know, just do what you got to do, and that's it. And then and then he said, I was, I, and so I asked him, I said, do you know when was the last time I cried? And he's, he said, yeah. He goes, he goes, when you were like a baby. And I said, nah, man. I said, I just cried the other day. He's like, what? But you're not a kid. And I said, I know I'm not a kid, but I just cried the other day. I said, I came home. Work was all stressful. I just, I was upset. I didn't know what to do. I just, I started crying. And he like, he looked at me so confused, dude. Like, he was just like, like what? what? Like, you're fuck? a girl. But, <laughs> but that's, I mean, but think about it, though, you know? Oh, it's like yeah. our parents are trying to teach us to be strong, but yet we never, we never saw them break down. 
Mm-hmm. How the fuck are we like? How did we ever learn, or how would we have ever been able to learn how to embrace those things? And, and you know, maybe I'm I'm, I'm over generalizing. This is from my personal experience with my sure. dad. Like, my dad's intentions were great. Like, you know, let me show you how to be a good man. Let me show you how to be a good man. But without knowing it, me never seeing him break down is like I'm supposed to do this without breaking down because my dad never broke down. Why? Mm-hmm. Not because he didn't, but because he was hiding it. Right. Right. You know, because I, I know da- I'm not saying my dad cried about every little thing, but I know damn well that my dad's a human, that he's not a robot and that the dude's mm. got feelings. And so him hiding that, you know, being able to do those things like I think now that's something that we need to praise. That's something that we need. We need to celebrate is the fact that we can be in touch with ourselves, the fact that we can cry, that we can feel that we're moving forward with those things. You know, for example, like when's the last time I know you have you ever cried over a Disney movie? Oh, hell yes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fox and the Hound, dude. Oh, have you man. seen that movie? I, I remember I was I was a kid. I was a kid watching that movie and there's a there's a scene, traumatic scene. I'm just, okay. Well, not traumatic, <laughs> but like it, it, it it's a fucked up scene. And um it's towards the beginning, bro. And I remember being a child and I was like <laughs> crying, dude. Sobbing? Like that that kind of crying. <laughs> and I remember thinking, why the fuck am I crying? Like this makes no sense. Like it's a cartoon. Like I, I remember right. knowing because I had never cried like for so. And so, dude, that, yeah, that's the first time. And since then, I yeah, I I cry a lot. Like that, the last Disney movie I remember distinctly crying in public was um, um, was when they came out with that Beauty and the Beast uh, remake where it was uh-huh. the live action uh-huh. with the with um, with the chick from Harry Potter. Okay. And so I, I actually had never seen Beauty and the Beast, but there's a scene, uh, and I don't want to spoil. I mean, whatever. That's Beauty and the Beast. If you haven't seen it by now, you're not gonna watch it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But so there's a scene where, uh, where pretty much like he lets her go, knowing that letting her go means he's essentially gonna die. Oh. You know, Bruh, I was like, ah. Like I was, I was crying for like, I was like tears flowing. Like I couldn't, there was no stop in this one. So when it comes to movies in general, like the part, I'm a sucker for that. Like the parts that are, that are supposed to be emotional, they're supposed to make you cry. Nine times out of 10, I'll, I'll end up crying. Like I remember what, dude, like I remember watching, um, I don't know why this one popped into my head, but did you watch Pursuit of Happiness? Oh yeah, that's good. Will Smith crying makes me cry. Period. I fucking, I think I cried that whole movie. You know, like the whole time, like, like it was like any little thing. Like he's picking him up from school, and I'm just like, oh, dude, like, yeah, it was bad. Um, Lion King, you know, when when Simba loses his pops, like, I remember that that was a huge. Because Lion King, that's like that was my movie. Um, I actually still have I, I have a Simba that that was given to me when I was just a couple months old, right? Uh. That obviously I didn't I don't remember that, but yeah. um, growing up, like I was always told about this Simba, and it always it always had a diaper and this like onesie T-shirt on it. Well, um, when my, when Julian was born, I went to go visit my mom, and she said she had a pr- surprise for me. It was the Simba. I didn't know she had it the whole time. So actually, I'm looking at it right now. It's on Julian's bed. Julian has has my Simba now from when I was a kid. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, so that movie, that movie. Um, uh, did you ever watch Big Hero Six? 
I haven't seen it. No, uh, that one really. That one was a good one too. It's. It's. I, and I think. It, well, it's on Disney Plus. I'll, I'll check it out. I'm not, I won't. I won't spoil it because you're, you're gonna yeah. watch it, and maybe we'll we'll it. we'll put it on the story. But yeah, yeah, that was that was a good movie, dude. So f- funny thing. Speaking of Disney cry- and crying, and I'll put in a date. So uh, Toy Story is my fucking favorite movie ever. Like. Like, okay, so it's Toy Story and Scarface, which are two totally different, but those are like okay. my top two favorite <laughs> movies of all time. And so, uh, Toy Story, since I was a little kid, like, that was just my shit. And so, when Toy Story 3 came out, I was in community college at the time. And, you know, and I wanted to go watch it. So, at the time, there's this chick who I was talking to. And mind you, this was not like a serious fling. Like, it was, oh, you know. Dude. And so, she's like, Boy. Oh, like, you know, let's go bowling and then we can catch a movie. So, we went bowling, went to the movie theaters. And Toy Story 3 was there. I'm like, oh, let's watch Toy Story. I totally just did it instinctively. Not... Like, with this person who really doesn't know much about... Not thinking what was going to go down. And so, bro, the moment the song came on... <laughs> uh, like, the be- Bro, I'm already crying. Like, where, when it's, like, kind of reflecting back as Andy has grown. Right, dude, right. I am, like, bawling. Like, like I couldn't control it, dude. And so... And I was on a fucking date with, you know, with some chick. And so that was definitely a trip because I remember, like... Like having this need to like explain myself, like, oh no, you don't get it. Like, yeah, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, all bad. Oh, uh, that's funny. I-, I heard the last one. I haven't seen the last one, but I heard the last one's like super emotional. Yeah, it, uh, it's funny. Like, I was expecting more. Like, okay. dude, I might say okay. I'm a hardcore fan. Like, I got Woody tattooed on my arm. I know. Like, that's why I'm. That's why yeah. I'm asking you. Yeah, Th- yeah. Uh, number four. Um was I think kind of like <clears throat> how did I put it like it was definitely a nice ending I would say like I was like okay like I, I could live with it um I don't know like I, I don't know how I felt I thought it was really good though like I thought it was super entertaining but in terms of like you know it really like I don't know there was just some elements that I feel the first three had the fourth one didn't have you know gotcha um it was a lot of Woody, which surprisingly you would think I, I would like it even more because I'm a huge Woody fan. And I actually do like that aspect of it. But I think there's like, like uh, the other ones also involves the whole community a little more. Like, like in number four, I felt like you didn't really see Buzz that much. You know, you didn't like even like Mr. Potato Head, um, he actually the voice actor died. He passed away, so they actually couldn't get his voice to be like what they did is they from past skips like uh, voices from him doing that. Put it together. They they put it together, so like you could almost tell it was very like um, it wasn't organic. It didn't feel organic when he would talk. I didn't know that. You know, like it almost felt out of place. Maybe it's because I knew it when I watched it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, but for me, it wasn't as heart-wrenching as number three. Number three had me fucking ball. And at the end, when Andy says bye, oh, dude, I, you could have ended it there. And that, and that would have been great. So, um, but they came out with four. I, I, I liked it too, though. It was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and, and al- al- along with those things too, um, we have chivalry, 
also, which I don't think yeah. is dead. You know, I'm I'm I still to this day I'm I'm a door opener. I think there's a lot of us that are door openers, and if you're not, start opening some fucking doors. You know, be be yeah. a modern macho. Open some damn doors for people. Be polite. Be respectful. Um, it, it's good, and and don't expect anything out of it. You know, we're not entitled yeah. to anything. Do do it for for good intentions. Um, yeah. being polite is another big one, as well as uh, being hardworking. Um, we, we, we got to take pride in those things and, and, you know, hold on to that. Like I, I've said it before, we, we're our own worst enemies. We need to start being our own best friends, you know, mm. and, and encourage each other and encourage ourselves more than anything. Right. And, and help, help the people around us simply by helping ourselves. I think if we start there, um, you know, celebrating the good things that we do, embracing all these traits, um, even even our friends and family. I mean, I think it's just as important to have those support systems and those circles around us, celebrating it as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not it's it's no longer celebrating us being better, right? Because that's entitlement. That's saying, "Hey, give us credit for doing what we should have been doing." And I'm not about yeah. that. But I right. do think that we need to celebrate the good traits that we do have because we're not just shitty dudes. And not mm. everything about us is is a toxic trait. And and more importantly, it comes from somewhere. You know, we weren't just born the guys that we are now. This stuff that's ingrained in us that that is in our roots, um, it started somewhere. And it's yeah. not to justify it, but, you know, it, it, it helps us understand that just just like it was able to shape us in a certain way, it doesn't need to define us, and we're more than capable of changing that. Mm. Yeah, you know, of reflecting on it and not letting it fucking take over, looking yeah. at it for what it is, and kind of relating it back to what we've been discussing: critical thinking, you know, emotional mm-hmm. intelligence. Even even what we discussed, I love that you brought up the the cheerleading uh, reference. You know, I, I'm still a man. I'm still a human. I'm sorry. I'm still a human. And for me, Mm -hmm. I can admire a very good looking woman. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and deny myself and pretend like when I see a nice butt or a Mm -hmm. nice smile, whatever it is that I look at that and I can and I have to pretend like it's ugly or like I don't Mm -hmm. enjoy it or I don't appreciate it. But Mm -hmm. how do we go about it? Is it something that we can look at and we just say, hey, I can admire it and, and, and that's it? You know, and I can say, hey, this is an attractive person and, and understand that we can still be respectful in our even in our thoughts, because half mm-hmm. the time we're not even we don't even see these people. We don't even talk to these people, but it's our thoughts alone that are very toxic. And mm-hmm. and, I'll, and I'll be honest with you. I think that's where even a lot of our jealousies come from, even as as machistas is we have these thoughts of every woman that we see. We're thinking we want to like, oh, I'd fuck her. I'd fuck her. I'd fuck her. So what happens the second that a man approaches your woman? Guess what you're thinking? That guy's thinking about your girl. That's true. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying it's all your fault, but I'm saying a good part and because I'm guilty of it and because I've been very guilty of that. A lot of those insecurities come from our own fucking toxic thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, men and women not being able to men and women even not being able to be friends sometimes. Mm -hmm. That shit Mm -hmm. came because every woman that I talked to at one point or another, I thought about boning. Yeah. And I hate admitting that, but that's the fucking truth. And that's where that mm-hmm. came from. And that's why when I, I would talk to girls or I had girlfriends or even just girls that were friends that had yeah. dudes, you know, I could just, t- I, I would just assume like, you're going to fuck this dude. You're going to, oh, mm-hmm. you're, something's going to happen. Or this guy's going to come on to you. Or, and you know what? To a certain extent, I do think that, 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 you know, there is, there is that, that like attraction involved in mm-hmm. there for sure. Um, 
But there's limits and boundaries. And how extreme is it? It was extreme for me because of my own thoughts, because of the toxic world that I created in my head. So I encourage you guys, like it starts there, man. We, we need to push ourselves to, to change our own worlds and our own environments. And I think it'll be easier to distinguish what's really toxic out there and is not. Because when we're not working on the things that we're doing, it makes it very hard to distinguish the difference between the two sometimes. Yeah. And I even I'll add on to that, like, because you talked, you know, like the whole like sports thing, and when if we were to see a hot chick or something like, like even like the the toxicity doesn't even have to stem from sexual permuosity. Per, it could even be from like demeaning, like you know, like for example, like you know, there's like in some of the 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 men's sports. You're starting to see women officiating. You're starting to even see some women being trainers, some being coaches, some being broadcasters. Like you're seeing women more and more often, you know. Right. And like, oftentimes, how are they being talked about? Oh, they don't fucking know the sport. They don't know what they're saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like look at this broad. Like she's just fucking yapping. You know what I mean? Like, and so like that type of talk, that type of fucking mentality, like. That's where also where like that's not necessarily like us being sexual predators, but it's us demeaning other people for not knowing a sport just because they're a female. You know what I mean? Right. Or if like, uh, like if you were to see like you know we go out to a bar and you see like a female wearing like a shirt. You know what I mean? You almost like you're probably more inclined to think like oh she does she doesn't really watch she probably like is a fan because her boyfriend's a fan or you know because her husband's a fan. You know what I mean? You don't right. see them right. as like you know and so. I think a lot, like even like that in and of itself is the toxicity. Not you liking right. the sport, but <clears throat> you liking the sport, and then you're creating conditions as to how the sport should work and the roles that people need to need to assume in order for this sport to be in its prime. You feel me? Right. Like right. oh no, like there's like chicks being fans. That's not not I'm not, not saying like no one really says it. I just think it's something that's like. Under like it's subconscious, you feel? Yeah, me? Um, and you know, I, I mean, I'm not huge on sports like that, and I, I could be going on a limb here, but I mean, she could suck as as a reporter, as whatever it is. But it, yeah, the way I say it is like so can dudes. It's of so uh, so so I think it's not even so much that because it's a woman because it's a man they have to be good at what they do. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's you know the message we're saying is just. Because it's a woman doesn't automatically mean oh she doesn't know what the hell she's talking it's about. It's the assumption. I it's think, the yeah. exactly the assumption of it. Really, I think is 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 the big key and on and, that. E and even sometimes like let's say it's an outspoken woman and an outspoken male, like that the woman is probably much more likely to catch shit than an an outspoken male, like because it's like oh she doesn't know when to shut up or oh, you know what I mean like she don't know her place or. That type of talk, whereas, like, you know, when men are outspoken, oh, he's a dude, like, we're just aggressive. Like, sometimes we're just yeah. confident. Yeah. Sometimes we just want to, you know, and it's and, like... And uh, we, we're feeding into that toxic masculinity when we do that. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Most definitely so. So, I mean, you know, I think it's it's definitely important to be able to identify, like, like when something is toxic and when something is healthy... And like understanding that masculinity isn't necessarily either or. It's really how we approach what we're doing and how we're yeah. kind of practicing. Because even at the end of the day, dude, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just a thought. Like, how do we know that certain things are masculine because they are masculine or or are they just because that's how we were taught them to be? And, and I think we've, yeah, I think that's, you like, know... 
That's a that's a that's a huge conversation we can definitely have because I yeah. I agree. I, I don't I don't know, but I question that too because there are certain things where I, I could be going extreme here, but I, I feel like when we go into toxic masculinity, it's very, very male driven traits, right? Mm-hmm. And when I when I think of like healthy masculinity, I feel like it's just very human things. Right. If that makes sense. Like the toxic masculinity is being a machista, is being fucking aggressive, right? Is being, and it's like, and yeah, that could just be me being also hard on myself and me even being hard on the rest of us men, you know, trying Mm -hmm. to push us. But I'm like, okay, that's very, that's a man thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like we we focus that as saying that's a man thing. And it's like, okay, what's healthy masculinity? Well, it's embracing our feelings. It's being patient. You know, it's being mm-hmm. polite. It's being sweet. And it's like, well, is that really a man thing? Or isn't that just like being a good human thing? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. No. Stuff stuff to think about, I guess. Stuff to think about for the week. No, most definitely, bro. Yeah, I mean, but once we'll again, see. we have we'll we have the grab and go on Saturday. Yes, sir. Um, shoot us a DM. Let us know it's in Buena Park from 1 to 3 p.m. If you know anybody that's in need that could use the groceries, uh, send them out there. Let them know we'll be there. If any of you guys are interested in volunteering, shoot us a DM. Um, we'd be more than happy to meet you guys and have you guys come out and hang out for for a while. Um, we do have our social hour tonight. We're looking forward to 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, the link will be on our bio, as well as if for some reason you don't have the Instagram and you're listening to this today, send us an email, uh, themodernmatro1 at gmail.com, and we'll, sing, we'll send that link over to you guys Um Again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for all your support. We sent out the stickers. I got a bunch of love from all you guys sending messages and telling us where these stickers are going and how much you guys love them. So thank you guys for that. That was that was greatly appreciated, man. I'm glad you guys are enjoying them, and um, you know we look we look forward to continuing these these the products and hopefully getting some designs, trying to get some T-shirts out. So stay tuned for little things like that. Um, other than that, man, that's that's all I really have tonight. Same here, my friend. I'm ready to wrap this bad boy up. Well, you guys all have a good night. Stay safe and uh, be better. See y'all next week.